Welcome to the Small Business Surgeon Podcast, the show where we dissect the businesses of top producers, examine their growth strategies, and share with you the bare bones of their success. I am your host, Samuel Smith, and I'm glad you're here. Let's operate. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to this week's episode of Friday Fire. I am Sam, the small business surgeon, and uh, it's my pleasure to to get to talk to you today. Um, for those of you just discovering the show, uh, we have full-length episodes on Mondays where we have interviews with folks from around the world of business. Uh, Wednesdays, I'm trying to get back together with the See What's Up crew and put out a, uh, a current events show every week. Uh, that should be rolling out here in the next couple of weeks. Just bear with me and stay patient. I'm still trying to find the right mix of characters to bring in for you guys. And then Fridays, I monologue with you all and give you a lesson that I've learned throughout the week. And this week is no different. This one's actually a lesson uh, that I learned from one of my coaches. Normally, it's uh, we go over something that one of my clients has uh, has had difficulty with and that we fixed. But this week, it's uh, it's me going over something that I had difficulty with and I managed to fix with the help of one of my coaches um before we get started though um man we're fast approaching twenty-five thousand uh downloads on the show which for me is just incredible i i had no idea when i started doing this podcast that uh, so many people would like it and i i really appreciate every single one of you guys that listens um, i appreciate your likes your shares your comments and above all when you leave us uh, reviews so twenty-five thousand downloads and uh we got 58 reviews now, I think, on iTunes. So if you are listening and want to do me a solid favor, run on over to iTunes, drop us a review, screenshot it, and then uh, send it to me on Instagram, at Small Business Surgeon, and uh, I'll figure out a way to get you some swag out to you because we still got uh, we got some T-shirts, we got stickers, we got all kinds of cool stuff. Um, got them, uh, uh, what are they, them tumblers. Those are pretty cool too. So uh, anyway, thank you so much. Um, and I'm just going to get on with the show. Um, this is about a lesson that I learned this week. Um, for those of you that have been long-time listeners, you know I'm fairly blue-collar. I was raised in a blue-collar, working-class family. And so when we start to look at mindset and how the mind affects not only your in immediate environment, but also your long-term environment, and really your mind affects everything, um, but as a kid, I was taught that that was kind of hippie shit. Um, it wasn't really stuff that people paid any kind of attention to. And as I've grown up, I, I don't think it was because they knew about it. I don't think that, that they had any idea of the power of the mind. I, you know, I don't want to go all conspiracy on you, but it might just be some suppressed knowledge. Um, you know, and, and having done this exercise, I've been back and, and looked and picked up some documentaries on mindset and psychedelics. And man, the way that this kind of stuff had been studied in the past and then the way it was actively suppressed in the late 60s and all the way through now. Because I think the establishment, once they realized that, that people were managing to take controls of their own minds, I think the establishment decided very quickly that that was dangerous to their way of living and that they wanted to shut it down. But wow, in all reality, the the mind is, is the key. However you perceive yourself is how life is and however you perceive life is how life is. And it's your mind that sets your goals. It's your mind that sets your attitude. And 
I had no idea how important mindset was before I started on this personal development journey. You know, I was very much of the uh, of the old school, roll up your sleeves, work hard, isolate yourself, and and get your head down and get your shit done. And you don't realize that that really no man is an island. In fact, we're the opposite of islands. We're all interconnected um, by energy, which sounds strange as fuck. Um, but I was talking to my coach about it, and um, here recently I've jumped over um, executive coaches from, um, I had Brian McKittrick, who was a former guest on the podcast, wonderful coach. Brian is very, very analytical and, and numbers focused and a wonderful business coach, and um, my businesses were, were kind of where I needed them to be. My failure points were all in my head, and so I switched over to uh, Stacy Rasky, who is more of a mindset expert. And uh, this exercise uh, comes from her. I will put a, uh, a link in the show notes to her website to where you can actually go download the instructions for doing this yourself. Um, but I was struggling to get to what what everybody calls the next level in business so full disclosure you know my businesses do anywhere from 250 to 350 a year um you know we're not like massive eight nine figure companies the biggest company i've managed uh had it was one i built um and it was the one that collapsed but it we we were doing six seven million a year in uh, in revenues so i've been there but my company's now it, it takes a minute to build them back up you know and so um, Stacy took a look at my stuff and she said, you're holding on to too much from the past. And I said, well, that's kind of weird. I don't feel like I'm holding on to anything from the past. I'm ready. I want a good future. I'm ready to go. And she said, no. And this is the term she used. She said, you're emotionally constipated. I'm like, well, what the fuck does that mean? Because like, you know, I don't, I don't fuck with emotions. Um again i was raised in such a way where you don't let those out you just leave them alone they they belong somewhere else other people have emotions strong men don't show emotions and that's you know that that's a very difficult conditioning to try to break and so she she mentioned she mentioned that it was woo woo and then she said it i'm woo woo but i'm woo woo tang motherfucker and to hear her say that was definitely a pattern interrupt and something that I needed to kind of get into my head. There's an emotional release that, that comes with letting go of, of past failures. And in thinking about it now since I've done this, when you're trying to have new ideas and you're trying to accept new ways of thinking and you're trying to move forward and you're trying to engineer your own reality and you're trying to set goals and everything else if you're carrying these emotions your brain is constantly revisiting bad shit to almost to protect you from thinking about new shit it, it harks back to our days when we were just pure animals and you've got that fight or flight syndrome where your brain's job basically its number one goal is to keep you alive and it's to keep you safe uh, and it's to stop bad shit happening to you it's to keep you free from pain so if you've had negative experiences one time your brain is is going to keep you from 
new experiences in the same vein because of the pain it caused last time. And probably the easiest way to, to explain this one is if you've had a, a traumatic relationship or a bad breakup in that you will put up walls and defenses that prevent you establishing new relationships and establishing maybe a new partnership. You put up those walls because you're still carrying the emotions of the pain that the last relationship caused, caused you. In even simpler terms, I put up walls because tattoos hurt and I have to forget how much the tattoo hurts before I go get a new tattoo. Um, but it's very similar in the fact that you're disassociating your emotions with the pain. You've got to break those apart because if you don't, Every time you try to start a, a, a different business venture, or every time you try to pivot, or every time you try to, you associate the, the pain of the last failure and it stops you from moving forward. And instead of being able to accept new ideas, your brain just keeps going back to the pain that happened last time you tried it or the pain that happened when you tried something similar. And I never, ever, ever made this connection. And the reason I wanna talk about this today is because of what an amazing difference it's made in my mindset being able to, to, to go through this. It's, it, the technique doesn't remove the memory. We're not trying to erase the memory of what happened. Those memories are what make you, they're part of what builds up your core and they, they are the very important lessons that you learn. You have to learn these lessons in order to grow and improve. But what this does is it removes the emotional attachment to it. And, you know, negative emotions really hold you back from allowing new thoughts and new processes into your brain. If you're constantly rehashing mistakes of your past, if you're constantly ashamed of things that you've done, if you're sad about things you've done, if you're angry about things you've done, every time you try to focus on something new, eventually your attention's gonna come back to the pain, the frustration, the anger, the hurt, the sadness of all the shit you're still carrying. And I had no clue. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna walk you through the exercise that I did and I'm going to drop a link later on in the podcast uh, in the notes. And I hope you all go and check out Stacey's stuff and, and, and do this for yourself because it's really helped me um, to clarify uh, a little bit better. And it's helped me to understand that the, the failures were just, they're just a part of growth and they are part of your story, but there's no need to be emotionally attached to all that negativity. You can let it go. So here's how the exercise works all right first off you've got to find a quiet spot uh free from distractions turn your phone off lock lock the kids in the bedroom you know get rid of them this it, it's your time this is about you and it, it, this could take you anywhere from 10 minutes to an hour depending on how fucked up you are um, and uh i i'm i'm relatively unfucked so it didn't take me too long but it's something that i plan on doing three or four times a week over the course of the next month because what you find is, as you, as you get rid of all these emotions on um, on the certain failures that you had, you stop thinking about them, and then you find more failures that are attached to more emotions. And so this is a, a cumulative process over two weeks, over four weeks, over as long as it takes for these 
emotions to stop being linked negatively to shit from your past and for you to be able to see the shit that you went through as a positive learning experience and now you're not starting from ground zero you're not starting from scratch you're starting from experience and so it's okay to have those failures so you get out a pen and paper and it has to be paper um, I have a very, very fancy um, digital notepad that I am not prepared to set fire to because at the end of this exercise, you are actually going to set fire to this shit and get rid of it all. So you always start with focusing on the negative emotions you're feeling. So for example, angry, okay? I feel angry because... So I started to write and I started to realize that there had been some people close to me in the not too distant past that had betrayed my trust. And I was angry with them for lying to me and for lying outside in the world about me. And I felt my, my trust had been betrayed. And I felt relationships that I had thought were good were bad. And I was being shown a good side of a relationship and my trust was being betrayed on the bad side of it. So I had immense amounts of anger stored up for people that I'd already removed from my life, but I couldn't get rid of the anger at the betrayal. So I wrote that down. So get yourself a pen and paper and write out what's making you angry. Write out what's making you feel frustrated. I have immense amounts of frustration with the way my business is running right now. Like, do I admit that publicly? Of course I do. I'm here to fucking walk you through, you guys through what I'm going through. So I just took my foot off of safety, right? I just completely shut down my real estate company because it was costing my media company. I could only do one or the other. I had to pick a side and frustrated because I've left first base and I'm, I'm not at second base yet. And so I've built all new sales pipelines. I've built all new funnels. It's not moving fast enough. And I write all that out and I move back and I look and from 10,000 feet away, you know, I've piloted two businesses successfully through COVID. I've kept people employed. I've fucking, I mean, I've done so much amazing shit and I've done so well. But my emotion with the frustration was because it wasn't doing what I wanted exactly at this moment. But if I back up and I look at all the amazing progress we've made in the last six weeks, four weeks, two weeks, in the amount of revenue that we've written into pipeline and written into proposals, I we've never done this much revenue ever. Um, yeah, again, when I was selling supplements, sure. But like for a media company, um, we're now knocking on the door of legitimate seven-figure business. But I'm frustrated because there's no money in the bank. I'm frustrated because it takes 60 and 90 days now to, to bring in work because it's not like I'm making a $2,000 video anymore. You know, we're now in the room with twenty and thirty and $50,000 proposals and, and, you know, two and three hundred thousand dollar 12 month con continuity contracts and those aren't the kind of contracts you sell in a day those are the kind of contracts you sell over time and then as the conversation begins there might be a 30 or 60 day back and forth between what a client needs and how much it's going to cost and what we're going to deliver it's not like a cookie cutter shit anymore but i have to go through this 
in order to evolve the company. So immense frustrations with the fact that I've got tens of thousands of dollars in proposals sitting out there and uh, no deposits yet because of the way the work has to be structured and the way the contracts have to be written. Okay, so what's frustrating you? Write that shit down. I feel embarrassed because, wow, that's a big one. What's embarrassing me? Oh, wow. Because for 37 years, well, minus 17. So for 20 years, because at 17 was when it really started. For 20 years, I was a fucking alcoholic. Didn't realize it. Raised in England, alcohol's the culture. It was nothing to go out on Friday and drink eight or nine pints. It was nothing to go out on Saturday and drink eight or nine more pints. And it was nothing to go out on fucking Sunday afternoon and drink 10 or 15 pints. It was normal. And I carried that normalcy through the next 20 fucking years of my life. And I feel embarrassed because of how I acted. Because of how I treated my wife at the time because of how I handled my relationships, because of how I handled myself, because of how I handled my health and my fitness. How did I handle it? I fucking didn't. I went to the gym, sure. But I kept drinking. I feel embarrassed because I wasted 20 years of my life, when in reality, I didn't waste any of it. I just learned how not to be a good husband. I learned how not to be a good father. I learned how not to be a good human being. And from learning that and practicing the inverse of those lessons, I feel fucking great now. But I still carry that embarrassment and that shame around. And really, you know, there's very few people from back in the day that I still hang out with. I have no reason to be embarrassed. You guys that follow me, that watch me on Facebook, that see me on YouTube and social media, you're following the guy that I've become. And you're following a guy that's hell-bent on constant improving and raising the bar and making today's ceiling tomorrow's floor but I feel embarrassed because I gotta hide that fucking past and so I wrote that down and you should too what are you embarrassed about that you're afraid that people will fucking know her I'm embarrassed I fucking cheated on my wife why did I do that what the fuck and it all stems back to drinking and how embarrassed I am because of that you know and then the next one, I feel hurt. Why am I hurt? I feel empty. Why am I empty? I feel disappointed. Why am I disappointed? Disappointed because I never lived up to my full potential. But in reality, when you look at what I'm doing now, holy fuck. I never thought I'd go this far. I never thought I'd go this high. And it all goes back to that alcohol route. Disappointed because... It robbed me of, uh, fuck, I was retired at 36, guys. I was retired, I didn't do shit. I had a supplement company, I worked an hour, two hours a day, and I lost it all, and that disappoints me. And it does embarrass me. So what, what are you doing that's disappointing you? What are you holding on to from years ago that you really should let go? I can't go back and fix that. I can't go back and fucking unfuck it, but the next time I start a supplement company, which I will, because I spent so many years learning how to do that and learning how to sell on the internet. The, the only reason I don't have a supplement company is because I'm still repairing the shit from all those years ago and still working to save up the capital to launch another one. And I will, 
I'll do it, but I don't want to take a loan. I don't want to take investors. I feel like I've got to get through this. I feel like it's something that I need to do by myself. So what have you done that's disappointed you? And what can you let go of? Because for me, I've completely let go of that failure. And it's ever so freeing. I feel sad because, why are you sad? What are you holding on to that's making you sad? I feel sad because my friend Bill died. I hadn't really taken the time to mourn Bill. And I started to write that out and write out how it felt. And I started to cry. Not sob, like, but my eyes were leaking. And even though I was in complete control, I was writing out how Bill's death made me feel. And my eyes just started leaking. I couldn't, I couldn't stop them. And I was feeling an emotional release by confronting the fact that it made me sad. You know, he, he was the, the constant friend in my life. He and I had gone through all kinds of ups and downs in, in a 20-year relationship. And he died in an instant. There was no illness. There was no warning. It was like an off switch. And yeah, the, the fellow was 70. Yeah, fair enough. But I still feel sad. I, I didn't mourn my friend. And by writing these feelings out, I was able to cry. Like, I didn't cry at his funeral because you've got to be strong, don't you, for everyone around you. You've got to be the man. You've got to hold it together so everybody else can cry. And I was holding that in. So, you see, what I did here was write and write and write and write. And you're going to do the same thing. You'll write down every fucking negative thought. I'm angry. I'm frustrated. I'm embarrassed. I hurt. I'm disappointed. Write all that shit out. I had several pages. And you're not supposed to share this. Don't let anyone see the paper. Don't transfer the negative energy. Don't hold back. Get it all out. Because your writing this out allows you to completely express what you're feeling. It allows you to visualize those negative emotions and transfer them physically onto the paper. They're leaving you and now they're becoming a part of the paper. And the key here is don't stop. Just keep writing. I stopped when my fucking hand hurts. You know, that was me. And I'm going to do these sessions every few days. And I'm going to keep writing until my hand hurts. And, and it's funny because the shit I'm upset about the shit I'm carrying, the shit I'm emotional about changes from, from, from every time I do it. And so you've got to be honest and you've got to write. It's, it's at least 10 minutes. But before you get finished, you've got to just chill for a second, keep your pen on the paper and just wait and more shit will come out. It's like, um, it's like squeezing a never-ending spot that has pus in it you just keep squeezing and more pus keeps coming and you wait a second and then it's full of pus again you squeeze again and the shit just comes out and so once you are fucking done and there's nothing else coming out again you'll find more in the next session the next time you do it but once you're done read through it read it out in aloud make it fucking real and understand that you're committing to getting these emotions out of you and onto that paper. They're no longer yours. They belong to the paper. Because here comes the fucking cool part. Here comes the woo-woo shit. Here comes the hippie shit. 
did not believe this for a minute. Um, but if you go back to the fact that all of us are is energy and consciousness is energy and then negative energy does negative shit. If you, if you bear all that in mind, it works. Because what you do after you've read it out loud is scrunch that shit up and set it on fire. You burn it. Literally fucking destroying the paper. Destroying the negativity. Destroying those fucking emotions. And I didn't think anything. I didn't think it would work. You know, I, I go into this shit with as much skepticism as anybody you've ever met. You know, I don't believe in it. And yet I do it and it works. I'm like, well, fuck, I guess I got to believe in it now. You know, you can be anything you want. You can do anything you want. But you start carrying around all this negative emotion and it blocks you from doing that because every time you're trying to think positively and you're trying to move forward and let's go back to dating. Let's say you're trying to get in a new relationship and your last relationship damaged you. You've still got that emotional fucking trigger that's saying, nope, 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 not going to do it. And what happens is you're burning all of those emotions and you're releasing them and you're letting that negativity go. And then afterwards, you say out loud, as the fire is burning, I choose to let these emotions go. They will no longer affect me. And then as it's still burning, you say, Sam, please forgive me for holding on to these emotions. I am ready for a fresh start. And you say, thank you, Sam, I forgive you. Now, obviously, if your name's not Sam, you're probably going to substitute that with what your name is. However... That was uh, that was my take on the exercise. And then immediately when you've done this, jump into gratitude. Grab your pen and paper again and write down at least five things you are grateful for or that you appreciate in this moment. And it immediately rewires your mindset from negativity to gratitude. So since I've done this exercise, man, I can't explain it. I did it, right? And it just felt like I'd done it and whatever. And it was about 8.30 at night. And I really didn't feel any fucking different. And yet I woke up the next day and I felt like just the biggest weight of the world had been removed from my shoulders. I felt absolutely fucking unstoppable. I felt like I could see my goals more clearly. And I felt like, literally, I am the fucking king of my own world. I can do whatever I want. I can achieve whatever I want. There's nothing stopping me anymore. And it's the weirdest thing to try to describe. It was though I was physically lighter. I wasn't carrying around all this shit. And yeah, I've still got some work to do on this. I'm going to stick with this for the rest of uh, the rest of that 30 days and I'm going to keep writing stuff out and I'm going to keep burning it but sometimes it's good to take a clue from the fucking hippies because in a world where everything we read and see and hear in the mainstream media and in television is specifically customized to control us and to turn us into good little workers and to turn us away from 
mastery of our emotions and mastery of our mind. You know, they say you only use 10% of your brain. I don't know if that's fucking true or not. I don't know how much percent of your brain you use. But what if we'd been dumbed down intentionally to only use 10% of our brain so we'd never fill our potential so we'd make good little laborers and good little fucking robots so that we'd all pay our taxes on time and be good citizens? What if embracing the hippie kind of shit is what's missing from you being happy and content and from you taking your business and your life to the level you want it at? I don't know. But you know what? I did it their way for 37 fucking years. I went to work, even though I had businesses. I got my work done, I paid my taxes, I got drunk, I partied, and I repeated. And a couple of times a year I'd take a vacation, and that was doing life their way. And because of this, and because of the hippie shit, and because of gratitude, and because of personal development, I get to do life my way. Nobody tells me what to do. I'm as free as I can possibly fucking be. And so I urge you going into the weekend. I will drop this link in the show notes. I urge you go check out Stacy's stuff. Go sign up to her mailing list and she will email you a free copy of this write and burn emotional technique with instructions all the way through it. And go and see what kind of difference that's going to make in your mind, in your brain, in the way you fucking feel, in the way you carry yourselves. I can't speak highly enough of this process. And uh, I think if you don't try it, you'll be missing out. All right, that's it from me. Please, please, please try it. Have a wonderful weekend. You'll be good and stay safe. And uh, I want to know how you like it. So after you try it, Go find me on Instagram at Small Business Surgeon. Send me a message, leave me a comment, and uh, let me know how it worked out for you. All right? You'll be good. Stay safe. Have a great weekend, and uh, I'll see you guys Monday. All right? Peace out. the small business surgeon podcast if you've made it this far you clearly like it so go on itunes and leave us a five-star review this helps people find the show and spread the good word share with friends and follow us at small business surgeon on facebook and instagram thanks for tuning in and we'll see you for your follow-up next week the small business surgeon was recorded at texas media foundry in historic downtown Bryan, texas Check them out at txfoundry.com or on social media at txfoundry. Thanks for tuning in.